Hello, and welcome to the podcast on a couch where we sit on a 40 ounce stained couch with cigarette burns in it in the middle of the hood. Uh, this is your gang lieutenant, Bran, and I am joined by the uh, drug smuggling contact, Gio. Hello. And I am joined by our arms expert, Gene. Hi. <laughs> and we are just uh, chilling out in our gang HQ with nothing but a bunch of roaches and fodies and our Glocks tucked into our waistbands because we want to talk about gang games and specifically Saints Row because Saints Row just had a revival uh, recently and we figured it would be a good time to talk about it. So um, what do you guys have uh, as far as your history goes with um, Saints Row and you know other games like it? Geo? Well, uh, I was introduced to Saints Row the year it came out, or Saints Row 3 the year it came out. Uh, I was already very experienced with Grand Theft Auto, which is the obligatory series that it always gets compared to. Uh, I started with Saints Row 3, and I loved it to no end. It was like one of my favorite games for that whole year. And then I played the fourth game, and then I kind of fell out of it after the fourth game for <laughs> for various reasons. The same yeah. reasons literally everyone did. Yeah, kind of, kind of everyone. A lot of people share that resolve. I think I, I, like, I think everyone came back together for the revival, and I still have not tried it, but I have um, heard some less than savory things about it. Really? It looks. Whoa. It looks. It looks okay. Would you All hear right, about? Well, I heard it was. I heard it. I mean, I heard what anyone hears about any video game that comes out, which is that it looks unfinished. No. Oh, that's a low-hanging fruit. The, the yeah. criticism literally every game gets. Yeah, exactly. Or not, it's yeah. true. Alright, well, Gene, uh, what's your history with gang games and Saints Row? Uh, I actually, thinking back, I actually played GTA 2, which... Is Holy before, shit. Which is before <laughs> most people ever even knew it existed. And I was You're like... You're uh, old. <laughs> how dare you. I played the... But, did, but you yes. ever, did you ever play the, the Grand Theft Auto Game Boy Advance game? Was it on Game Boy Advance? There was a Grand Theft Auto... I think it was... Oh, it yeah, Vice, yeah, the, the Vice China... City, maybe? Or, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Chinatown Wars or something like that. Something like that. It was... It was. It, that that was kind of a throwback to the old ones, because 1 and 2 were actually top-down, like, really just yeah. goofy, not serious at all, wacky shooter, shoot 'em up Was it was it 3 or game. Vice City that brought in 3D and everything? Uh, 3 came before Vice City, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Pretty, I don't quite remember. Yeah, it was uh, GTA Three was the first installment that was 3D, and then Vice City came like a year or two after. But yeah, I think my older brother pirated the game, which is basically how I played everything when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Don't don't tell anybody though. When did you <laughs> when did you get when did you get introduced to Saints Row? I. 
did not play the first one, but I did play the second one. I don't know. I, oh. I remember seeing the first one, and I was just like, oh, it's GTA 3 again. That's that actually what tracks. turned me away. That actually turned me away from the second game, is that I was... I don't think this was back then during Blockbuster. I think it was after. But I remember a friend at high school telling me, um, oh, it's just like GTA. And I was like, oh, that's not a ring endorsement. In a, it was in a post-Blockbuster world. But I feel then like it was I think, definitely heavily inspired by GTA. I don't yeah. think we can even... So I, cause otherwise. I, I played uh, GTA 4, and like I, that was a big game for me. And Because Saints Row 3 came out between 4 and 5. Yeah, GTA and, 4 was the, the first one I actually, like, bought myself and played to completion. Cause that that's actually one of, like, the first games that, I wouldn't say 100%ed, but I got, like, every ending I possibly could. No. Which I think there's, isn't there only, like, two? But... Yeah, I think there's... A whopping two. There's a, yeah, there's at least two. And it's just, like, the bad ending or the really bad ending. <laughs> the trust the cops or don't trust the cops ending, if I recall correctly. Something like that. I just know one of the endings pretty much well, actually no I think all of your friends get killed no matter what you do so it's just Spoiler oh that's alert. that's a wonderful wonderful story yeah, yeah. Well, no it's it's a very yeah. it's a very well written story I would say I actually really I, I think, liked it um yeah typically yeah. the stories are written pretty well for GTA games even though I don't really have much history with them so I've watched enough GTA games. I've never actually bought or played them because, I don't know, I'm just somebody who doesn't really like things that are very rooted in realism. Uh, and it's just like, oh, I get to run around the city uh, popping caps and uh, beating up people and everything. I watched my friends do this plenty at like sleepovers when I was a kid and... Uh, I just had no interest. I'd rather go and zap aliens and mash <laughs> zombies. Yeah, GTA's a very cynical. Very dry. Yeah. If you want a very if you want a very dramatic experience, play Simpsons Hit and Run. <laughs> <laughs> that is a uh, they did try to mimic the GTA thing with that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Holy and it, God, it's, that game only exists because of GTA. I thought that game was a fever dream for the longest time. I thought I dreamed it up. That I was like, oh yeah, it's Homer Simpson, but in like Grand Theft Auto engine. Yeah. No, it's it's a real thing that actually happened. <laughs> it's like going to the AI, uh, the image AI, and typing in the Simpson Homer Someone... in GTA. Like, oh, it already exists though. Someone goes to bed at night thinking, I made that game. I was a part of something greater than myself, and it's the Simpsons hit and run. Somebody goes and hits on women at a bar, and that's like their lead. Hey, yeah. did you ever play the Simpsons hit and run? Yeah, I was the lead programmer for that. But Merge, the pips and the pushers are chasing me. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna go back to my place for a Simpsons hit and run? <laughs> 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 mm. But Marge, I want to go to Burger Shot. <laughs> Marge, the, the they're sound. all out of freckle bitches. I love the brands in GTA. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, we we keep bringing up GTA and not Saints Row. Well, Saints Row has some great ones too. But you were gonna say something, Gene? Uh, I was gonna say um the 
Simpsons Hit and Run doesn't have anything on just the stupid mods that people have made for GTA, though. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites is seeing uh, GTA turn into uh, Bikini Bottom, where you have CJ uh, uh, showing up as SpongeBob and Big Smoke (laughs) as Patrick and shit. Uh, see, um, that, um, that's a similar mod for the, the Spider-Man game that just came out, where <laughs> CJ is, uh, Spider-Man. That, and they didn't even model anything for the web shooters either, so they're just web oh. coming out of his arm. That, that's oh, yeah, another all... funny thing, they keep modding CJ into games rather than <laughs> ma- modding, <laughs> like, Spider-Man as CJ. <laughs> Have you seen the one with they modded CJ into Stray? Yes, oh, <laughs> that that's the that's the that's the winner. Honestly, that's a fever dream, yeah. is what that is. <laughs> I I saw the meme about how um CJ's in Spider Man, but they showed like the old mods where they're putting Spider Man into GTA. Yep. Yeah, the comparison. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. This is why you port games to PC, folks. Yeah, yeah, and also port it to PC and call it a PC port, and don't call it a remaster, but that's another podcast episode. Whoo, boy! I think we need legal definitions for that stuff. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But uh, you mentioned something about the branding in these kinds of games, and uh, Saints Row had some really good ones. Uh, the one, the go-to that I quoted when I was doing my, my Homer impression. Uh, it Marge. was, uh, Fre- Marge, I want to get a fun bag from Freckle Bitches. Uh, I, I was like 11, I think, oh, or whenever yeah. Saints Row 1 came out. And that's like one of the first things you do as part of the tutorial is you Wait. go to Freckle Bitches because Johnny Gat wants a fun bag. Is that... <laughs> I thought that was GTA. I get them mixed up. Was that in, uh... Was that in Saints Row? I know Saint in, Yeah, Freckle Bitches was in Saints Row, and GTA has, um... I'm gonna fact I remember they had Cluck and Bell. And, and I remember uh, it was the funniest thing when I was, like, a wee baby oh, right. when, when my friends played San Andreas because, uh, they were like, Cluckety fuck, I'm gonna take your order. <laughs> oh, you're right, that was Saints Row. You got it. Cluck and yeah, Bell versus Bur- Burger Shot, who would win? Although, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel Wait, like what's Burger Shot? Burger Shot's like a, uh, I think it's literally Burger King. Yeah, oh, that's, it like, has uh, GTA. G- that's GTA's Burger oh, yeah. King. I, I always, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like um, Saints Row has always been more clever with the names of the fake companies in their worlds. Yeah, Although I will say, Liquor Hole is probably <laughs> that, that. That's a good one. Holy I like shit! That one. There's a bar Holy called shit. the Liquor Hole. Wow. What does that mean? Uh, I uh, I think it's a hole where you pour liquor into. Oh, okay. Um, that sounds harmless. Yeah, I don't know. When a when a when a criminal and a prostitute love each other very much, <laughs> there is a transaction. <laughs> and then you, after the transaction, you kill them to get your money back. This just in, man beat to death with the penetrator in the liquor hole. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're mixing game worlds now. Oh my yeah. god, we're, That'd be the best we're doing crossover. the ultimate crossover. <laughs> so I anyway, mean, the, uh, my... The penetrator, the penetrator should be in every video game, let's be real here. 
yeah, that should be it should be in there. This big old p purple dildo uh, that you mm -hmm. swap people with. Um, so my experiences with the games, uh, I, I never played much of GTA. Uh, wasn't really interested in it. But Saints Row, I played the demo when it was launched on Xbox 360, and then I played that all night at a friend's sleepover. And it, it was just the, the most magical thing to me for some reason. That was Saints Row 1? Yeah, for Saints Row 1. And then as soon as I could, I bought Saints Row 1, played the full game. Um, Saints Row 2 came out. I creamed my high school jeans and um, played the shit out of that. And then Saints Row 3 came out. I also you played your Saints adult Row jeans. Yeah, I played it. I wasn't that into it, but I was like, oh, cool. You know, I got my hands on it and stuff. Uh, and it was okay. It was fine. And then I heard about Saints Row 4, and I saw the materials for it, and I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? This isn't what I started playing the game for. This is... It would have made a fine superhero movie, but just, like, I came for the gang violence, goddammit. <laughs> if, if, if three... Three would be described as like balancing the line between serious and surreal, and then four basically takes a like a, a nosedive. It takes the penetrator the to itself. Oh yeah, like I I grew so when I first played three, I was pretty much fresh off of GTA Four, which mm -hmm. is a mostly serious game. There's some caricatures, you know. There's some over eccentric characters and such. But it was it was generally a pretty serious game, and it had like a very good story. Yeah. And then Saints Row Three, like on its own, is just a very silly game. I mean, yeah, you you one of the first things that the game opens up with is you you're robbing this bank, and one of the people that you're robbing wants to get an autograph. From oh you. yeah, because the Saints are kind of famous at that point. Um, yeah, like. Yeah, it's they're, they've become famous so much that the people love them, even though they are uh, ruthless criminals. Yeah. yeah. And then also one of the first missions is uh, where you got to rescue all the hoes from a um, container ship. And as you're rescuing them from the container ships, you kind of have to play like Jack in the Box with which ones have them, and which ones don't. And one of the ones you open up, <laughs> it has a fuck machine in it. And I, he opened that up, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And then you open up another one, and it's got, like, a Hulk fist on it instead of just a normal dildo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> profound. It's gross. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like, I used to think it was funny. Now I just think it's kind of, eh. It's, like, it's, it's childish it's, humor. It, it's a little hanging it's, it feels like it, yeah, it feels like the game was made by, like, a 12-year-old. It's it's like silly humor, you know. When you when you do it at the time, it's kind of funny, but then it loses its taste after a few laughs. Yeah. Yeah, and so it, it that... doesn't it doesn't last. But it, like I said, I feel like nowadays if I played Saints Row three, I probably wouldn't be as into it. I'd just be like, oh, that's that's okay. But coming out of like a very serious GTA game, I'd say very serious. It wasn't like hard hitting, but. Going from that into something that's like very, like, silly and wacky, I, I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. As well, a Geo, lad. Geo, that's part of the reason why, like, I pointed out what I did with how the progression goes. So, 
the whole progression of Saints Row and its tone overall is, the series, right? is yeah as the whole series is that it starts off as like okay it's its own gangster game trying to find its way and make its uh self known then it progresses into saints 2 where it really found its groove between the wacky and surreal stuff and the gritty stuff that was like the gang drama right yep. And then yeah. Saints Row 3 is too much of the childish, wacky shit. And then um, Saints Row 4, it just, it like did a, a hit of Molly and so, went to a party. Saints Row has one of the weirdest, like, tone trajectories I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Well, another, another thing you mentioned about how it's about the gang, I think it's worth mentioning that Grand Theft Auto, really, they aren't really gang games. Like, every, no. your characters that you play in each game are kind of just, like, freelance criminals. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Like, there's never, there's never like, a character I could... I mean, I might be wrong. Uh, I can never think of a character, like, protagonist that's, like, in a gang and works with the gang, like Saints Row does. Yeah, you're, you're right. Saints Row does focus more on, like, the gang element of, like... It, it war, yeah, it, it has a focus... Gangs. The Grand Theft Auto is the best at making you feel like you're the only one you can count on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Whereas in in Saints Row, you have like you have Johnny Gat right next to you, being Johnny Gat. Yeah. Well, so, it, oh, what were you gonna say? No, I, I, if you have something to add to this, I was gonna change the topic. So oh, ahead. well, what I was gonna say is like the way the game like starts out. So in Saints Row One, you start out as like some random schmo on the side of the street, and you actually get caught up in like some gang violence crossfire stuff. And because you're just some schmo, and you see like, oh, I got pushed around, but these gangs they were able to kind of. Uh, help each other out and stuff um that's when you like go and seek out the saints and oh. the saints are an already existing organization it's like you know how in gta you have all those gangs out there but you're not really running a gang yourself you actually no. become part of it in saints row you get hazed and you're like following the gang structure and getting to know who does what within it too and then that's where you have like the branching storylines with like oh, Dex was, like, with the Rollers, or not he was with them, but he always, like, kept track of the Rollers, and then you had these other people do this. You had Gat keep track of the Kings um, and all that stuff. And then, so, there was some of that continuity there, and what happened at the end of Saints Row 1, as far as the story goes, is you got ratted out by somebody within the Saints, and they tried to kill you. Oh, that's right. Isn't it, uh... Hmm. Doesn't two start with you like basically coming out of the hospital after almost dying? Or something? you were comatose, and yeah, they yeah, removed yeah, yeah. the bandages from your face so you can justify having your character changed. Yeah, see, that didn't make any <laughs> sense to me because I didn't play the previous one. I just assumed yep. something very bad happened. Yes, that uh, that's like, what happened. <laughs> I like the idea that you get severely damaged and then you come out the hospital uh, looking entirely like a different person. Oh no, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I never thought about it, but it is weird that um there is continuity even all the way up into three three and four because the character you play is still supposed to be the same character that was in all yeah. the other previous yep. games. Which you rise up to be the leader. 
that's yeah. part of the reason why it's so infuriating to see that tone tra- trajectory like <laughs> nosedive like it did because you're like, what the fuck? I I, I put I invested strange. so much into all these stories. I I got to see Burt Reynolds, which kind of softened the blow so, of the nothing burger that uh, Saints Three was. And then it's, it's like, like all of a sudden the the people of Volition are like, I don't know what fucking happened yesterday, but let's just ship it. So so you so you start as a lowly criminal in the first game, and yep. then by the fourth game you're the leader of the free world. Yes. 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 That's it's so a, funny. It's yeah. funny, but it's it's. I, I understand how it's frustrating. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> like um, it'd be like playing, be like making your character in Mass Effect, and then uh, by episode three, um, the game basically turned into Battle for Bikini Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get another golden spatula to fend off the Reapers. <laughs> but, <laughs> Mass Effect Five, you have to beat the Reapers in a wet T-shirt contest. God. And you just. This is supposed to be the same character that started out yep. in the first game. And you're just like, how did I get here? Exactly. I I, that's yeah. very funny to think about. Now so when you put all that into perspective, it's kind of justified why people got so pissed by the time 4 came out. And, you know, there are some yep. other things about 4 that are like insult to injury, like how it, it was originally supposed to, D- to be a DLC. Like, God damn it. <laughs> you guys just that got actually, greedy. Uh, 4 I, was so disappointing. I played um, quite a bit of 4, and I agree with the DLC notion. Like, it definitely seems like it was supposed to be uh, DLC for the third game. Yep. Because isn't the map just the third game's it, map, but slightly edited? I think slightly is is pretty generous. Being generous? <laughs> I, I can't remember a time where I tried harder to get my funds worth out of a game because I bought it with my hard-earned money. Oh, boy. I I was trying so hard to have fun with it, and I still never beat it. I usually rate it by, like, a dollar an hour. So if it's a $60 game, you need to put, like, at least 60 60 hours in it for it to be worth the money. Uh, I didn't put that much in Saints Row 4, sorry I, to say. I hope I hope there's exceptions to that rule, because that's a dangerous fallacy to get wrapped is, up in, I feel like. But, that is true. Uh, Gene, it's funny you brought that up, because the game that I did that with as a quick tangent, uh, did you ever know about the game called Too Human? Uh, I've heard of it. Geo, do I've... you know Too Human? Uh, no. Okay, it was a it was an over the shoulder third person like shooter action game that was made by Silicon Knights, and it was really hyped up and it ended up under delivering hard, and the fighting was kind of janky and uh like it dropped loot so much that like getting rare drops meant nothing. <laughs> it was uh. like. It was so such a strange game, and I I played the shit out of that game because I followed it, and I was like, oh, man, I'm ready for this to come out. And then I spent my hard-earned money on it, and then it ended up being kind of meh, and I'm like, mm, I'm going to keep playing this because I, I, I spent all this time getting ready for it and spending yeah. my money, and then by the time I was done, I'm like, get this fucking thing away from me. <laughs> I think I don't I don't know if there's 
a more miserable gaming experience than one where you're um you're you're forcing yourself to enjoy something because because you paid money for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I remember doing that as a kid where like I got my mom to buy me something and then it didn't like it, but it's like I better like this. It cost forty bucks or something. That, yeah. That was fucking Fable Three as well for me. Similar oh. timing. I well, that's a different topic because I yeah. actually enjoy Fable Three. What's um, wrong with but... you? I think it's on the list. <laughs> that should be an interesting one. We'll do a Fable episode, everybody. That's that's yeah. Well, that's what um, you were saying. <laughs> I I think. Uh... Yeah, you go through like the stages of denial when you spend money <laughs> on a game. Yep, you really do. And and it doesn't turn out the way it did. Yeah. And it gets it's worse now than it used to be because the the price of AAA titles is like key, it keeps trying to rise. Like I think now they're wanting to sell games at like sixty five or seventy dollars now. Yeah. That's yeah. that's why everything comes with a silver and gold edition when it comes out. Oh, I think God. um. I think the last Resident Evil game did that, where uh, they you can't just buy it on its own. It, it you can only buy, and this is on Steam. You can only buy it in conjunction with another like Resident Evil game they made, and Dude. It, it's priced at seventy bucks. Dude, I wanted to fucking puke when I walked into Best Buy to pick up Saints Row for my PS5 because it said D1 edition, and I was just like, ah. <laughs> Hey, you know what day one edition means? You mean it means it's full of bugs because it hasn't had the day one patch yet. <laughs> it is. It is crazy though because if you, I got some like really old, like gaming magazines around, like really old, like ooh, like Game I'm Informer. Like, yes, yeah, uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly. Some of those, and it's crazy to look back and see like, oh, Duke Nukem, sixty bucks in like the 90s Ooh, that was pretty steep back then adjusted yeah. for inflation so so while they are trying to get more money there have been things that have definitely cost a lot more over the years because yeah it's it's definitely hasn't kept up with inflation at least not yet as much as they want as much as they want it to to be well, yeah. what is a what is saints row the new saints row remake what's that price at now is that $60? Uh, I think I paid $60 for it, and then I had tax added to it. Yeah, so it's still running yeah. at your basic, like, and, 60 and then... And then they have yeah. the... I think they have the two additional, like, editions that come with, like, some extra stuff. Uh, uh, the, delu the deluxe edition, and then the and then super like deluxe the, edition. The super and then the fuck you bitch deluxe, deluxe yeah. edition that's, like, on a fucking spreadsheet somewhere in a yeah, Ubisoft uh, website for promotions. The for twenty extra dollars, three hundred dollars. <laughs> for for twenty extra dollars, you can get the soundtrack, and then for fifty extra dollars, we can get you a uh, a five dollar tote bag. That's modeled Listen, after the game. If you go, if you give us three hundred dollars, we'll give you a three D printed impression of Johnny Gat's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> For three hundred, you can see Johnny Gat's rectum. <laughs> I'd buy that. I it's a pencil holder. Like... It's a pencil holder. No. <laughs> I can see the. <laughs> no. It's an armrest. 
I could yeah. see them. I could see them doing like a two hundred dollar deluxe edition, and they give you like a, a model of like Johnny Gat's eyeglasses. <laughs> sunglasses. Wear your own pair of Johnny Gat glasses. <laughs> oh my god! Don't be a fool. Be a gat. Yeah. Don't give them ideas. <laughs> yeah, I want. I want the mouse pad where the the little wrist rest is his butt. Yeah, Johnny exactly. Gatsby. No, it would be his pecs because his face would be on the pad. Don't you know anything about those? Ooh, pecs would be good too. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be his chin? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a big cleft chin. I totally forgot about chin. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god, speaking Speaking of of Saints uh, of the new Saints game, um, Gene and I have been playing it. I've been having a blast with it. It is to me so far from what I've played is the exact return to form that the franchise needed. It needed to be rebooted so that they could have the creative freedom to do what they need to to make a solid game. Um, it has the personality and the soul of 1 and 2 for the most part, it, and it still feels fresh because, oh my god, the setting that they put it in, it's like this like Las Vegas setting, and That's I, really cool. freaking kudos to that because you don't, I haven't seen that too often. So, it's kind of yeah. surprising we haven't seen much of that. Yeah. It's you know a I, cool setting. You know what I have seen in the new Saints Row game that I don't think I've ever seen in any of these GTA type games? You can actually limit your speed limit in a vehicle. I and every, and a lot of people that. were complaining about that like why would you why do you, why would you ever want to go very slow? But I'm just like, no, you don't understand. I could drive the speed limit now. Yeah, you could do a little bit of role play if you want. When I was a, when I was a kid playing like GTA Vice City, I used to like drive like the speed limit around just to be like a normal dude, mm-hmm. and you know yeah. it doesn't matter. You don't have to do it. Yeah, I've but done it was, that. There's something fun about it. Yeah, me Had too. The serotonin. I, as someone who played the second game, I would actually argue that they did the balance of like the the silly and serious stuff even better than in oh, did two. They? I feel like it. There's a lot more sincerity and stuff going on behind all the the wacky, crazy stuff. Like, the four main characters basically just start out as, like, roommates. And they got, like, different jobs. And then They're they all... end up forming the game. Because this is set... So in this... In, in the reboot, which I've never been a big fan of reboots until, like, Tomb Raider showed me that a, a reboot can actually make a better game than the original. Right. Um, In this reboot, this is actually before the Saints gang has ever even been formed, and you're the ones that that form it. So that's kind of a a cool take. So the story is actually different. It's not even like... It's not like just a a retelling. It's... Or no, I'm sorry. It it is a retelling of the same story. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and it's like... All different characters. Some of them kind of resemble, sort of. They're kind of like adjacent to characters that existed before. I feel like, but they're they're really like their own things. Well, and that's the thing, Gene, is that throughout the whole series, you always had someone who was the brains. You always had mm-hmm. someone who was kind of like full of themselves, yep. and you always had somebody who was kind of like aloof. 
No, like yeah. aloof. Because what I think of is how in Saints Row 2 you had Shondi or yeah, yeah Shondi. Yeah. She was Shondi. like, she was the like hippie, a, a yeah, chick. like a hippie chick and stuff. She's like, I don't care. Like she's always high all the time. Yeah, but she gets character. wrapped up with the fucking Jamaican dudes in Stillwater, so... The the weed humor got pretty old, but that's just my personal... No, yeah. <laughs> weed's, weed's not funny. Yeah, I just... Uh, uh, well, you're right, Gio. There, you're right, Gio. There is, like, a character that's the muscle, but that's typically the character that you play. Yep. You're like, oh, okay. And that's well, how they... In, in, in the newest game, that's how it's portrayed. You're the one that, that just... Goes murders everybody. So, murders so if everyone. I'm gonna play the game, I want to be like a buff dude and have like a Scottish or Russian accent. Uh, do they? Uh, <laughs> Saints Row Three, I think, had a Scottish accent. What, what I, accents do they have? What are what are the choices? I have I, I have opinions on the voice work for the main character there, <laughs> on there, in this new one. Yeah, there are some accents, but uh, some of them are better than others. Yeah. Is it, is it, it, is it all like the same white guy doing different races? No, no, they actually well, got different voices. Not actors, that bad. But. Well, some. So here's here's the thing. What I initially wanted to do because I like this Las Vegas setting. I kind of wanted to try like doing a yeehaw cowgirl kind of thing, and uh, the the southern accent is the fakest ass southern accent. It sounds like. Yeah. The woman that they hired to do the voice didn't wasn't like naturally southern, and they're just like, "Hey, can you do a southern accent, pretty well?" She's like, "Well, sure, I can." And I'm like, <laughs> as, "Oh, like, it took me like, out so bad." As the I, resident expert of the South, I would like to judge uh, this. Yeah, I uh, mean, <laughs> I don't remember the male voices. There was there's four. I think there's four choices for like male and female. Yeah, there's eight in total. Yeah, I will say the the southern one stood out to me as probably like the weakest performance, but I felt like the rest of them were really good. And yeah, there is a ton of like dialogue in the game, so it's kind of impressive that they that they did eight voice actors because there's like you go off and do a little side mission. There might be like just little quips and stuff, unique quips to that side mission that your character says while you're, like, shooting at people. Like, uh, mm -hmm. there's one where there's these, uh, the idols, they're one of the gangs in that, in uh, the newest game. They're, like, trashing up this, like, park area in the desert, and then someone hires you to go out and shoot them because they're littering. And <laughs> That's as, a good as, reason. Yeah, and as you're, like, popping people, you're like, this is what you get for littering and stuff like that. And it's like, that was just a little side mission. You It's completely optional. And so there was, there was like a bunch of unique little quips in it. I thought that was really cool. You bringing that up actually pointed out something very different from the rest of the Saints story that uh, is different from the previous entries to this reboot. So... In the previous entries, like, you were hard-ass criminals. You did not... You did everything for spreading your influence and getting your power and your money. Yeah, in yeah. Saints Row 1 and Saints Row 2, you took revenge on people that wronged you or stole from you. Saints Row 3 is still kind of a blur, so I don't quite remember uh, what the overall thing was for that. I think uh, you, like... 
Oh, whatever. Fuck it. Um, yeah. So it was, it was definitely a what's, blur. What yeah. Saints Row Three? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Saints Row Three. You basically you rob a you rob a bank of this. I think it's called the Syndicate, and it's three gangs that have joined up. Mm. Yeah, and right. essentially, you uh, you start to have a turf war with them, and they they have a lot of interesting well, things in there. Um, like yeah, each... they uh, they they um, drain like all of your money, and basically you have to start back from nothing. Pretty oh. much, you have to rebuild. Is how it, yeah, is basically how they justify like. It was like a hostile takeover yeah, yeah, of like, your finances, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. it's it's like a it's like a big gang versus a, a big gang, essentially. But and then, yeah, the entire thing is just like a giant revenge mission. All of it is yeah. still like very bloodthirsty, right? Very yeah. bloodthirsty, yes. very selfish yeah. and theming. Saints, yeah. the brand new Saints Row is like these guys make themselves out to be Robin Hoods, and that's kind of refreshing to see as well. I but actually, that's also yeah, because. Gene, you and I, we're, we're a couple of good beans. We like good guy stories. Yes. See, I'm, I'm the opposite. I like being a, a cruel asshole. In other words, you, you always join the Dark Brotherhood whenever you start yeah. a, an Oblivion I think, character. I think no, bad actually, guy stories actually, can be good. But believe it or not, no. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 just, I, I like being a cruel... I, I like it in story-driven games, mostly, when you can yeah. be, like, that flawed asshole. That's why I like Bioware games, where you have the option of being a cruel person and being able to justify it. I'm not yeah. the kind of person who just goes around killing people innocently, although that is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, would you say that Saints Row 3... Uh, sorry, Saints Row the Remake... Slash remaster which is slash just called retelling. Uh, would you say it's the story's more interesting when you start as a founder versus just being a regular schmo? Yeah, I, I, I mean, think so. I think yeah, because so. yeah, I because I, I, I think about that, I'm just like, well, you know, just starting as a founder, that's one thing. But what? It, but I like the original sound where it's just you're just this average dude who joins a gang and rises up to the ranks. Yeah, yeah, that's well, that's how it was in Saints Row One. I mean, Saints... in the the remake, it's basically you're just average dudes, but you start <laughs> the gang yourself. Yeah, which I feel so, like makes like a just really a couple of dudes just... saying, "Let's start crimes." <laughs> well, okay, so a little bit of context <laughs> around that. <laughs> Everybody that you're roommates with and friends with has a gang connection because yes. they they're on hard times too. You guys are barely scraping resources together. Um and so you have one of them that's with the Penteros, you have one of them that's with uh the uh idols. idols. Yep. And then I don't, rem I don't I don't know if the other ones like with anybody else, but uh, uh, he was he is with uh the business school. Oh, okay. So <laughs> he's the only one that was like trying to be legitimate because yeah, he had a, he had an education. So it's like everybody there is a small time criminal because they can't like keep up with their loans and their rent payments, all the harsh expenses <laughs> of life. And they're just college um, room. They're just college dorm students, really. I, I pretty mean, much. That's pretty almost much. how they yeah. play them off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like your main character is. A part of a corporate job and stuff too as a contractor and so 
you know, then it's like, okay, well, instead of all of us being off with one of our gangs or whatever and trying to make things work with them separately, why don't we just condense everything together because shit's gone tits up and uh, we need to, we, we know the ins and outs of small time crime. Why don't we just try and monopolize on it? And so the theme of all of this Saints Row remake is building your empire which is yeah. not necessarily something that you really had that much depth in doing with the previous games. In Saints Row 2, uh, you had to rebuild the Saints because all the Saints thought you fucking died. And so yes. you did that, and like you had your Saints customization and everything that you did too, but it wasn't really like setting up the different criminal ventures he got, like where you're smuggling drug money and stuff like that. They didn't go into that detail. It was just, oh, minigame activity here. There's none of that context to it. So it's really cool. I I like how they executed on that. I will say the the Robin Hood aspect that you described, that actually fits better with the story going into like something like Saints Row 3 where everybody's your biggest fan it's just like it's like I said earlier you're a hardened criminal but if if you have this Robin Hood complex and you try to give back to the poor I that makes sense why they like you yeah, yeah so there's there's like there's like different uh, moments where they're like um where they uh, trying to remember like they 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 mostly like try to just go after like oh let's go rob a bank because that money's insured and we're not like just they don't like go to someone's house and rob them because yeah. they don't want to. They don't want to like mess with like the the normal people, just trying to get yeah. by because because they're the same kind of people as them. I like the idea. Robbery. Let's. I like the idea. Let's go. Let's go give money back to the people, and then they go rob those people's local bank. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know if there's a lot of like. Um, oh, we're just doing this to give to charity or whatever, but there is a lot of, like, we're not targeting, like, innocent civilians and stuff. Yeah. We're going after, like, a a millionaire corporation. It's the the cat burglar mentality. They're not using it. Yeah, I think think one of the lines was um, when you go to rob a bank, he's like, oh, that's my favorite victimless crime. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. And, like, the other thing, too, is, like, sometimes some of the things they steal isn't because they're stealing it because there's profit to be gained. They're like, oh, hey, we get to hurt the pride of one of the gangs, and then also whatever we take back from them, we can, like, go and donate it because we know we don't need to use this item, but... They yeah. fucked over a lot of people just by being robbers yeah. and robbing from the wrong people. Let's go and give it yeah. back to people that lo- could really appreciate it. The the way that they're like kind of petty and vengeful, but in like <laughs> like a generous way is like it really yeah. resonates with me. Yeah. And then, the, I don't know. All the characters are really like the chemistry is like really good. Like. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're real people that care about each other, which I don't think I've ever gotten in any of the previous games. Does that include does that include your character? Like is it just yes. a bunch of NPCs yeah. with each other? Or okay. Well well the main like uh you got like just the NPC grunt people, which yeah. I haven't seen a whole lot of interaction with them, but but it, they do make it clear that they like they care about them too. There's like one of the first missions after you get the gang started is like you show up and help them out because they they botched a job and you want to get them to safety. So you like 
get all the cops chasing you and like run off and put yourself in danger instead. So, oh, that's cool. I yeah, like that. yeah. There's there there's is a lot of, and then there's like uh, there's a lot of like. Like I said, there's a lot of sincerity to like how showing how they care about each other. There's like a without too many spoilers. There's a mission where you go to the burger place to get your friend one of the meals because it it has a toy in it that that he they they brought back. It's like it's like a throwback toy that he never got when he was a kid because he was like an orphan. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> What are you doing laughing at this poor fictional man's misfortune? Hey, boss, I really want the I really want the Rick and Morty toy. Hey, boss, can I get the Sonic toy? I really like Knuckles. That actually is like legitimately like yeah. a cool little Asks. like because they have they they actually have like a little heartfelt conversation like. Oh, I never, never got it when I was a kid because I was in foster care and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was he, really cool. He asked the boss for a quarter so he could get one of those like sticky plastic hands you get in the <laughs> machines, and then he just starts swinging it around at the boss's face. <laughs> uh, so then there's so like this game also does the wacky. It, it, it does some really unconventional things where. Um, you know, and it's not even done because it's, you know, it's like, oh, let's exploit these people so we can get money. No, like, one of the characters legitimately is into LARPing, and they get you into LARPing. And so oh, there's that, a whole, like, so LARPing good. side mission that's actually really, really well thought <laughs> out. I, I enjoyed it. It's so good because your character starts out not wanting, like, not mm-hmm. into it at all, but they do it to be nice to him. Yeah, but then they like get super into it, and then eventually they drag more and more of their friends into it. It's like really good. It's so good. But that it's that part, it's that kind of stuff where it shows you like, wow, they really put some thought into like contextualizing and writing this in such a way that like, oh, yeah. these feel like real people. Your your friends and... would put up with something for you, <laughs> just you know, even if they weren't super into it, they're just being nice, and then all of a sudden you're playing uh, Pathfinder, you know. Yeah. This this side story reminds me of the movie Role Models with Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott, where like they, one of the people they try to t- uh, like be a role model for is into LARPing and in, in like they like they don't like it but then by the very end of the movie they're all in this bit grand LARPing war and <laughs> I love I love it so much <laughs> that does sound like a fun side quest yeah and it and it is a it is a really good way that to like add some funny wackiness but also make it like make sense because yeah it's a big funny larping event it's going to be wacky yeah. and goofy. i think it needs humor to yeah. and I, I think... the, the game is like legitimately hilarious at times yeah. like i've laughed I, pretty hard at that game that's why i i do embrace like the the later <laughs> saints throw games because of their silliness because i feel like you know it's like evil dead it's you embrace it because of how campy it can be yeah. But there is such a thing as too much, as we saw yeah. in the fourth game. <laughs> Brand, what was 
What was the line about the sticker that you really liked? Oh yeah, <laughs> someone's someone's bleeding out. They're like, man, don't walk in. He's like, getting shot wasn't worth it. And it's like, it's like, no, we're patching you up. Besides, you're getting a sticker. Stop bitching. <laughs> you know? Because like at their apartment, they have like a good noodle sticker like system or whatever. If you do a good job or if you do a selfless act, you get yeah, to put guess. a sticker on the wall. So they were still doing that, even though one of them's bleeding from a gunshot wound <laughs> that was his you're getting a sticker stop bitching <laughs> i like i like alternatively the idea of like a swear jar <laughs> like imagine they're just sitting there bleeding on the floor like fuck it's like ah put a quarter in the jar i could i could actually just see that being in the game i would not be surprised at all that, that does sound yeah. like yeah. that's the kind of humor that they put in it it's really good yep yep and it's in How's, line I, it's in line with what the series is known for Yep. Do they use any? Uh, do they use any real music, real life music in the remake? Because I know Saints Row Three was big on that. Um, so the whole series has been really good about that. So yeah. all right, like Saints for me, Saints Row is the reason why. Like I know a lick of anything about the hip hop, and the hip the hip hop scene, like, dude. The the hip hop tracks for okay. like the radio oh, channels yeah, on Saints Row One. What? What? Oh, oh, are you talking shit the, about me? The hip hop scene where all kids are cool, <laughs> too cool for school. Saints Row One, Saints Row Two, like that's been a really consistent thing with Saints Row in general. Is their music libraries have been amazing, and their hip hop tracks for Saints Row One, Saints Row Two, and even in this one, like you got Busta Rhymes, Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> um, I, I'm serious. Yeah. It, it, those songs play, and I just get my pasty yeah, white ass gets into it. <laughs> You start doing it's a got a really jig. good soundtrack. Yeah, uh, I love in Saints Row Three. Like, say what you will about that game, because I'm sure there, there it does have some flaws. Say what you will, there was nothing more epic than rescuing um, what's her name? I the, I forgot her name. The the female. And then as uh, I need a hero. I need a, yeah. That was like, I need a hero. As you was... like crawl up the tower and like gun down the syndicate. I will say that was probably the best moment in the entire game. And exactly. Probably the one I can actually remember. Happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always hated it too because it, that was an option. That was like you could either do that or chase down the bad guys at the airport. Oh yeah, that's right. And I was they like, make a moral choice kind of. And thing. I have never been more glad that I chose the right option <laughs> because so... that that music was awesome. so good in that yeah. scene. Yeah, I forgot um, about that. That that was a really good scene. That stuff like that is good because the closest that you got to like acknowledging some of the music was in Saints Row 2. Your character, even with their like whatever voice that you chose for them, if you started listening to the 80s songs, certain 80s songs when they played, depending on which uh, voice that you picked, they would start like kind of like mumble lip syncing to it and stuff. So, like, take on me. Hey, oh, that's cool! Yeah, you know, like like you're know you're that. like you would when you're driving for real. Yeah. you know. That's, that's, but that's a yeah. nice little touch. That's really cool. <laughs> I love that shit. I can yeah. imagine a side quest in the remake where you you have to bring one of your gang members to like uh, a wedding party, and you all just start dancing like right foot, left stop. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a nice like little awkward. little mini game where you do the cha cha slide to some one, quick time yeah. events. One of one of your uh, one of your gang members is getting married, and you have to attend the wedding party, do a speech. 
<laughs> I could. I, I would love to. I would love that. I, I love like the slice of almost like slice of life ideas of like helping your gang members out. Oh, that is, that's a good point. There like it's never like it, it's it's never like just a oh I found a, a tip about this guy who has money. Let's go rob him. Like I like the idea where it's just like normal everyday things. Like hey boss, can you help? Red Dead Two kind of did that a lot too, where it's like you could just go drinking with one of the they, um, gang members. Yeah, they did. They did a really good job. I was I was gonna mention that they did a really good job of that in the in the the newest game, uh, Saints Row, because um, there's like a lot of the missions don't start out like they have interesting ways of starting out a lot of missions. It's usually like it's usually not like oh go fight these guys. It's it's usually like um oh you pick up the phone and like. Hey, it's uh, your turn to bring donuts to the 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 board game night, and then you go, well, that, yeah. and then you That's... have like a board game night, and then something happens during that that sends you off yeah. to go fight some guys and. <laughs> Well, that's that's a good that's a good way to do it because it's yeah. like it's a gang lifestyle. It, it's it not feels just, more organic. When, when it makes the, you feel like a family, and yeah, I think yeah. that's the best way the Saints Row can uh, yes. do it. The yes. Saints Row. The yes. Saints Row. TM. Just like the Zelda in the Doom. Yeah. The Doom. Is Johnny Gat in the reboot? No, oh, no. no, nobody from um, which, the previous stuff is in there, and I'm I really am, glad zero, about that. Zero out of ten. Zero out of I ten. Am, I don't want to I buy am it. genuinely surprised he's not in it. At least I missed that. that I so missed far, that kooky fella in his butt chin. <laughs> because they basically treat Johnny Gat like the the savior in, in they, the they, series. They, they treat him like God, and I don't know if why. I, and, Easter egg: the Church of Gat. And honestly, I. I Honestly, I don't really see the appeal that much. He's pretty—he's okay. pretty he's cool. Right. He's a badass. Like he's—he's he's your stereotypical badass, and he's cool. But like the way they elevated him in general yeah. in the series yeah. was just like really, really weird to me. I, I um, guess a lot of people really liked him, is why they did that. But I—I I don't know. He's all right. Like when, like in the beginning of Saints Row Three, where you have to rob a bank and you wear Johnny Gat masks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's for like, not even not even like masks like they're like something a mascot would wear they're, yeah like they're like the di- giant foam heads or whatever and, and just like that weird spinoff that happened after saints row 4 get out of hell what the where, fuck where even you... was that um, of, did you say it was a dlc earlier i don't think it was a deal i think it was a standalone game i don't think it was a full priced one though um huh. In that game, Johnny Gat dies, and then you go to hell to save him or something. Is, is this before or after the alien invasion when this your is, boss this becomes president? This, this is after. This is after. Oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well. It's, just, it's very, like, I think they just ran out of ideas at that point. Speaking of running out of ideas, um, then you have like this other weird spin-off game. Again, it was like the the franchise really did just like circle the drain because then they did like this cr- crackdown uh, knockoff with uh, Agents of Mayhem, and I played it oh, for like right. an hour, and then I realized that none of the characters that I played as mattered because it was like. I don't know, it was like the equivalent of collecting a whole bunch of action figures. Like, you could pick anybody to play as and maybe bring one along or two along with you to help you. And you were doing, like, superhero stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, there's, like, this Saints imagery, but... 
Oh, this is so strange. Yeah, it was. That was another. I completely forgot about that, even though you literally mentioned that like an hour ago, and I already forgot again that it existed in that amount of time. I I just looked this up. Apparently, the universes of Saints Row connects with Red Faction. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Red Faction was like the game that got Volition on the map as like a, a, a. It was like their first hit game. And so they make a lot of homages and references to Red Faction because of that. Yeah, they got their they got their own Volition cinematic universe, I guess. Because uh, that's that's that now. that's around the field of uh, Deep Silver, which is a um, a publisher that I really like, and who's actually helming the Time Splitters uh, new game. Oh. I think. <laughs> so we'll see. Oh my God, Time Splitters! Yeah. I- Oh man, that's gonna have to be an episode on its own. I could go is every, on. Every... Is that the one where you split the time? No, that's the <laughs> one where it's time to split. <laughs> that is what they said, though. <laughs> time to split. Time to split. It's time to split. Well, I guess that you know, funny enough, it it should be time for us to split too. We, we're we're almost at time. Um, I and think then it'll be time plenty. to split. Time to split. Future perfect. What? You said time to split two. Two yeah. as an also you dingbat. Is <laughs> what I meant. Um, I'm going to stop loving you. <laughs> Come on. All right. So anyway, it's time for us to head out. We gotta do a dead drop for cocaine and. Uh, uh, make sure we need to round up some hoes for the party tonight. So, um, I need to go hang up my Johnny Gat uh, poster and pray to my shrine of Johnny Gat. <laughs> pray to, and then and, and then Gat go we... and then go shoot some people with my Johnny Gat. And Gat, we trust. I wish I had a chin as strong as he. Yeah. What if his butt chin, like, <laughs> just in like some fever dream sequence, just. Started just secreting, you know, a little, uh, yeah, a little poopy. Yeah, yeah a little dream sequence, and Johnny Gatch just looking at you, just like, hey, what are you yeah. looking at? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? There actually, I just remembered, there actually is a gun in the game called the Johnny Gat, which is oh. so far the only reference to him that I've seen. Is it a pistol? I think it's like a Tommy gun. Huh. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Get out of here. <laughs>